<laughs> hey, let's do this, America. That's right. That's right. How's it going there, people? This is uh, Dr. Mike Seville here. And hey, look at who's with us. It's, it's Dr. Jerry Tolwood. Hi, Jerry. How's it going, buddy? Good, Mike. How's it going? Good, good. As you can see, Jerry, I, I'm not here in uh, uh, Family Medicine Rocks World Headquarters. Um, uh, I am <laughs> you, here. In the annex. That's right. Uh, yeah, I am in the undisclosed location. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, uh, I'm here. It, it is uh, just before 5 p.m. Pacific time, uh, just before 8 p.m. Uh, uh, Eastern. And uh, I am here in the SoCal. That's, that's what the kids say. Uh, so I, I am uh, giving a talk tomorrow at, uh, University of California, Irvine, uh, mm -hmm. to the, uh, Asian Pacific, uh, medical student association, uh, okay. mainly because our good friend, Dr. Jay Lee, who's keynoting, uh, felt bad for me and, uh, got me a speaking. <laughs> Throw through your bone. He threw me a bone. So, uh, so I'll be speaking here tomorrow. So, uh, so we're broadcasting live here and, uh, Jerry's holding down the fort at home. So, uh, so that's uh, one of our topics today is going to be this conference that we're going to talk about, be talking about next week, the family medicine experience in Denver. So I'll be flying out to Denver after I'm done here. Uh, so how's it going there, Jerry? What, we, have, we haven't had a show for a while. Like, like what's going on? Like how, how's the kids doing? Everything's going really well. Um, uh, it's been a while since we talked last year and, uh, and I have been uh, having a lot of fun hanging out with my family and doing a lot of work, uh, staying pretty busy. Uh, we've been working on Halloween costumes here. There's there's one that's a little teaser. Oh, look at that. Uh, see if I can find. There's the How other twin. They just turned one. Uh, they just turned one a few weeks ago, and so uh, so they got some some Halloween costume love going there. And then Ella, the soon to be three year old, she's got her uh, tryout for her costume there. And this is hard to get the glare off of it. That's why I'm holding it so close and out at an odd angle, but. Uh, she uh, she didn't have her mask on there, but she's she's um, got her costume ready. So so yeah, just uh, been hanging out with the kids and and doing a lot of work. Uh, so you you have a you have a new phone? Is that uh, you're telling? Oh, me I do. Phone, yeah, so. you saw you saw that. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So, so what's uh, uh, what's the story with the phone there, buddy? <clears throat> so had a 5s, uh, loved it. It was nice and small and fit in my pocket, and uh, was it was a good phone and. Uh, I, I enjoyed having it, but uh, unfortunately, I uh, jumped into a swimming pool and forgot it was in my pocket. What? So, yeah, yeah. So, um, and, and as we all know, most electronics are not fond of water, and I was—it was not in the waterproof. I do have a waterproof case for the 5S. Interestingly enough, it just didn't happen to be on the phone at that point. Nice. Uh, so, by the yeah, time 20 minutes later work. that I figured out that my phone was in my pocket while I was in the pool. I reached out and pulled it out of my pocket and it was like water draining out of it. <laughs> uh, I was like, huh, yeah, that's probably not going to start back up. Is it? Uh, no. Uh, yeah. No. no amount of rice in the world is going to save that one. Um, so uh, I went to the AT&T store and uh, it, this was two months ago now uh, almost. And uh, so I purchased uh, the Duke as they call it, the uh, six plus uh, the, 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 because because two two reasons I was I was actually due for an upgrade if I went with the new the new next plan thing where they do the the monthly fee instead of the one one flat rate and so uh, I, I was I was pretty uh, pretty excited about having um, a little more real estate but the big thing I wanted was the the longer battery life because if I was going to get a six the six apparently they were talking about how it didn't have as good a battery life as the six plus and so. 
I figured I'll just go with a six plus. Not, you know, I knew that the six S and the six S plus were going to be announced. I didn't think they were going to be a big jump. And they, I mean, the, the front facing camera is a little better and there are a few other things that are nice, but was it a big enough jump for me to make a, a change? And so I decided to, um, uh, I, I decided to kind of pull up the, the, <laughs> the, the stake that I had placed that said that small phones were better and try out the big phone. Because honestly, this is my terminal. This is my keyboard and mouse, if you will. And I use right, it right, more right. than I pull out the phone anymore. And yeah. so, so having this on my belt isn't as big a deal. All right. So I've rambled enough about the success, but I, you know, they're not, or the six plus they're not, they're not paying me for this yet. So no, 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 no. Because I, I, I would just say Apple store today there, Jerry. And, uh, I saw the line for this, uh, the six S and I went into the store and I played with the six S plus. And when my contract is up in November, that that's what I'm going to get. So, uh, really when excited I, about that. When I got it, I have an iPad air one. And uh, when I got this, I, the iPad Air 1 stopped being used nearly as much. Now I've gone back to using it a little more with, with iOS 9 because the even with Air 1, you can do some basic multitasking, which um, I didn't realize how nice that was uh, until I didn't have it on my phone and I did have it on my iPad. So I, it's kind of, you know, you don't know what you've got until it's there or gone or however that works. So, yeah, so re really, really. So I, I, I tried like the, the clicking you know what with the yeah, menu the, and the stuff 3d touch yeah actually it was pretty cool there for for a functional type of standpoint i think i think i'm gonna like like i like i didn't really really impressed kind of like with the last generation kind of with the touch id thing but now i'm like i can't live without it uh so i think this kind of thing is going to be the, the the same thing so and like the live kind of picture type of thing yeah, yeah i was a fan of that i actually the the thing that i was most excited about from the keynote was actually the ipad pro um to be brutally honest, I've got an old uh, MacBook Air, and this is you know first world problems here. It's an old MacBook Air, so uh, it's still in great shape, but I just don't like lugging it around. Excuse me, I've got my iPad, my bag everywhere I go, so I end up carrying two devices. If I could max out the iPad uh, Pro with the keyboard and the pencil and all that stuff, that's probably going to be my new workstation because I don't do enough stuff that requires a full blown computer to, to really need a portable one. So, you know, that's, uh, you know, for people that aren't, you know, doing a whole lot of programming or other, a lot of other things that do heavy lifting an iPad's a great thing. I mean, it was my only computer. The regular iPad was my only computer for a long time. So, uh, so cool, cool. So, um, let's see what else. So let, let's kind of get, get, get into this topic here. So this is, uh, you know, just for, you know, our, I'm really excited about our annual meeting next week, you know, in Denver, you know, our annual family practice meeting of the American Academy of Family Physicians. And, um, so yeah, so it's it kind of breaking down, uh, you know, the first part of the week is kind of the business type of week where we have our Congress of Delegates, where we talk about policy issues, and and uh, the second half of the week is more education, uh, and, um, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> I totally understand, Jerry, you know, not uh, uh, hauling the whole family Right. Uh, out uh, because of the twins and all that kind of stuff. I know you were there last year looking forward, yeah. probably going next year because it's going to be in Orlando. I actually, well, not only that, I have to be there next year. This year, so so with the, the convener duties for this year, um, I, I didn't have anything that I had to be there for. There were some things that would have been great to be there for, and I really wish I could have been um, or could be. I guess this hasn't happened yet. But but my, you know, the 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 transport, like you said, and, and leaving, the options are either leave my family for five or six days 
um, which my wife would probably shoot me if I did that, um, or take them with me. And to bring them with me was just going to be <laughs> a, not only a, a giant undertaking, but a very expensive giant undertaking too. So, um, so yeah, so this, so uh, so this year, uh, this will be the second year where uh, during the education part of the meeting, the FMX, like down here, uh, going to be um, having uh, social media ambassadors. So there's going to be four of us. Um, so, uh, so me, of course, you know, how can you not? <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Uh, but of course our good friends, um, uh, Jen Brawl, who did it last year, did an awesome job. Uh, Reed Blackwood, you have to look out for the guy, the beard, the beard is going to be, uh, tweeting officially. Uh, so it will, it will, uh, before the end of the meeting. Uh, and then, and our good friend, uh, Zimosaurus will be, uh, Christina Zimmerman will be also be officially tweeting on the team this year. So, uh, uh so that's going to be fun. So we'll be uh, tweeting out during a, a uh, hashtag AFPFMX, uh, and hashtag AFPCOD for the uh, Congress of Delegates. And I'm going to put a link in the, uh, in the chat box over here. Uh, that was an article that just was uh, posted uh, yesterday. Uh, I'm talking about social media and family medicine and uh, how we need uh, family docs uh, using social media communication, digital communication for advocacy um, efforts. Um, and I was lucky enough to uh, do a podcast also with our good friend, Dr. Wanda Filer, who's going to be uh, installed as president next week. Uh, and also our, our good friend, Jay Lee, uh, who is president of the uh, California chapter. Uh, talked about social media and leadership uh, as a podcast. And uh, there's also that article there for people who are not seeing this. It's at AFP.org. And I'm also going to also going to post it over on drmikespilla.com. Uh, you know, so yeah, social media, leadership. I mean, Jerry, it's been a long, a long kind of way getting, getting people uh, on board yeah. and, and using this. It's, it's not about what you're having for breakfast. That's right. what I'm saying. Well, there are still pictures of food. It happens. But yeah, but no, you're right. And it's been what, probably 10, 12 years now that we've been pushing for, for social media involvement. I know a lot of social media platforms aren't quite that old, but I, I'm pretty sure that, that Facebook is close to that old 2004, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, we've been, we've been trying hard for a long time to, to get that going. Even if something as simple, you know, back in the day, back in the day, I can say that now I'm, I'm old. Uh, uh, the, back in the day, we created a, just a bulletin board system or a, 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 you know, fundamentally the same thing that you would use as a, as a, um, it was a discussion board basically, uh, where people could go and talk about family medicine for the residents and students just as a proof of concept. And now, you know, look at where we are. Let's go. Um, so yeah, so I'm really hoping we're going to get some good stats, uh, next week, uh, getting more people, you know, telling the story of family medicine, using Twitter and Facebook and all that kind of stuff. You know, it's not just our little bubble of people. We're going to try to get other people uh, involved. And uh, it's really kind of uh, uh, cushion fire out there and uh, getting getting some momentum out there. I'm very excited about it. I mean, it's just uh, I'm seeing it more at state meetings now. Um, I'm seeing it more used even at the local level, um, talking about uh, primary care, talking about family medicine, talking about things that are important to us, um, even um, things like uh, direct primary care. Um, that movement there is, is definitely using uh, digital communication to, uh, to tell their story, get the people out to network with people across the country about uh, direct primary care. Uh, so I know they, they're using it a lot as well. 
yeah it's it's let me make sure i wasn't muted there um yeah it's it's definitely a a platform for communication that makes it very easy to to have discussions that you wouldn't otherwise be able to have that's you know the the national conference of constituency leaders uh we've got a a ongoing discussion happening in the uh in a in a facebook chain of of messages basically that has been going on since the conference and it will probably be going long after this conference so so five six months worth of messages uh, from everything from social justice discussions to discussions about this trip uh, to FMX and to COD. Excuse me, it's 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 a pretty amazing thing that that core group of people can be a part of that discussion and 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 uh, some of the legislation, some of the 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 um, legislation is not the right word, but the, some of the. Um, like policy, yeah, the, the policy and decision making things that we do on an academy level are are being discussed and sussed out. You know, how we want to word those things and what we want to bring forward, and for people that aren't able to be there or be a part of that discussion in person, they can be a part of the discussion in that way, and and it opens it up to everybody, so that you've got all these people that are able to to have their voice heard. Like you said, even if they're not there to tell the story on site, they can give their story to somebody else to tell, which is pretty sweet. Uh, and there, uh, the Academy is, is also uh, live video streaming a lot of the business sessions uh, from our Congress of Delegates. That's going to be starting, I believe, on Monday morning. Um, so there's a lot of speeches. Um, and uh, especially when it comes to the running of candidates, but also presentation by all of the officers, kind of summarizing the year, uh, the year that was. Um, also, some of the guest speakers from other uh, medical and health organizations um, also bring greetings from from there. Uh, and, and, and I'm glad that, that they're doing that because there's a lot of docs, you know, who can, are not able to get away uh, because, you know, for whatever reason, uh, work obligations, family obligations, both. Um, I'm glad they're able to have an opportunity uh, to do that, you know, like like Jerry. <laughs> exactly. you're doing it for you jerry well and, and i appreciate that because because even if i you know the, the times that i've gone um and i've i've it's kind of it's kind of like iphones it's every two years that i upgrade no um it, it's that idea of of you know it's usually every couple of years that i go and so from that standpoint being able to watch it when i'm not there and to be able to participate um even through social media is, is very handy for me and it allows me to not stay behind or to not fall behind. You know, I'm not getting the information six months later or, or, or three and a half months later or whatever. I'm getting it at real time uh, and being a part of the discussion at times, even though I'm not there in person, which is really handy. Um, so we have no really structures of this show. We're just going to bounce around everywhere. Let me, uh, let me, let me switch to a different topic. So I, I do want to go back to some of your other work, you know, like geek dad, sure. um, so tell, tell the people about Geek Dad, kind of update them on, on what's been going on. Uh, it's been kind of cool, actually. So so one of the things that uh, I have been, that I, that, I, that was sort of a, a goal of mine uh, when I started doing blogging and, and social media stuff was to eventually, I've always read, or not always, but for a very long time, I've read Geek Dad even before I was a dad. Uh, and now I am... Uh, at a point where I'm actually writing for them and doing some other things. And one of the things I'm working on is a project, a video project called Ask Dr. Geek Dad. Uh, essentially, for the starting point here, what we're doing is some videos. They're two or three minutes long that talk about certain healthcare topics. We're going to be talking about 
Um, we already, I've already put up a couple of them. You can visit geekdad.com and, and see kind of what that's about. It's a lot of pop culture and, and, and parenting advice. It's not just for dads. It's just, that's, it's a bunch of dads that do the writing. A lot of times there are some moms that contribute too. So it's, it's, it's more about how do you look at pop culture through the lens of being a parent, uh, or whether you are currently or, or just deal with kids on a regular basis. Um, and so the videos that we've put up so far, we've got a couple of them up, one about uh, sun safety and one about basic wound care. Uh, those were some topics that we had sort of early information about that we could put together and get out quickly. So we did those as sort of proof of concept. We have about 15 topics right now that we're going to try to work on and try to get a few of them shot ahead so that we can start putting them out on a pretty regular basis because we do want to start this as a, as a, a regular video feature they may be a little bit longer they may be a little bit shorter we're still trying to figure out the exact sweet spot for that because too much conversation means that you're not answering all the questions that you bring up not enough means that you don't put you know enough information into it so there is a sweet spot of how much you actually share about each topic and then pointing people to resources to get the rest of the information so we're going to talk about concussions here in the next few weeks we're going to talk about excuse me the uh, influenza and getting flu vaccines. Uh, we're trying to make them as timely as we can and, and keep on top of, of the issues that are facing uh, people in general. We want it to be something that's relatively evergreen, but also has a, a more pressing uh, message. That's true. Isn't it true that the, the flu shot does give you the flu? Are, are, are you going <laughs> to break that uh, there? Is that uh, yes, that's we true? Gonna, we are going to, we're going to, we're going to make that be, be the, uh, sort of core of what we're talking about is is how the flu shot gives you the flu. No, no, the flu shot. Uh, that that's going to be one of the core things that we talk about is the flu shot doesn't give you the flu. I, I, uh, I have a couple of. <laughs> that's probably one of the lectures that I've given the most as a doctor and as a social media pioneer, if you will, is the the flu shot not giving you the flu lecture I, I've, I've got a couple of audio things that i did about it i've got several written you know sort of blurbs that i put out there i still cut and paste things at times when people post stuff to to social media about flu shot giving you the flu so yeah, i sure hope not <laughs> um so and, and there's a there's a kid there's a kid that that you have yeah. uh, on, on these videos like who's who's the kid there i stole a kid there? no um <laughs> <laughs> I do have I do have three kids of my own, but none of them are old enough to uh, to read scripts yet. So uh, I have a really good friend who's been a very close friend of mine for over a decade that uh, she has a, a son who is just the perfect age and who is uh, smarter than I am. So he, he usually helps me write the scripts. I mean, he does help me write the scripts and he's a very, very, very smart kid. And uh, I enjoy working with him a whole lot. Um, but he comes over and he helps me out and he does uh, he, he's the straight man for my comic relief and, and, and he tries to keep me grounded a little bit, I think, so that we can talk about real science instead of just going off on tangents. Um, but yeah, his name's Xander and, uh, he is a, he is a amazing kid, but yeah, I, I have to borrow him. I don't, he's not mine. <laughs> uh, so how'd you get him? Did, did you, did, did you lose a, did he lose a bet? Did the kid lose a bet or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Um, he had a coin toss between him and his sister and he, he lost. So he had to come, uh, his, um, we actually, I asked, I asked his mom and I said, do you think he'd be willing to do it? And she said, well, I'll talk to him. And she talked to him and he's a, he's a, he's a fairly, you know, 
well-spoken kid. He, he thinks a lot and talks a lot and, and, and has a lot of good ideas. And so uh, we'd start talking about it and it was a great opportunity. Uh, he's interested in talking about things and, and we, I enjoy hanging out with him, like I said, and, and, and hanging out with his family and, and they came over and, and we shot some stuff outside and we shot some stuff at the park. And, um, and so it's, it's one of those things that we're probably going to start trying to do it. Like I said, on a pretty regular basis and try to get a lot of stuff kind of under, you know, kind of put together. We've got the, since we've got the bumpers on both ends, these videos are a lot faster to shoot. It's just coming up with the topics and making sure that they're fact-checked and, 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 accurate and still getting the right amount of information and then i have to kind of put it together and and the producing part of it isn't as hard uh right now but i'm still there's still a learning curve there so it's it's fun stuff but excuse me uh i should probably let him do the producing too because he's probably better at that than i am <laughs> so so t- t- it's typical jerry project so you're uh, you're the writer you're the producer you're the editor uh videographer yeah videographer and uh yeah <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it, I come from, and this is funny because um, uh, if you, if you listen to, I don't know if you listen to the Nerdist podcast, but Felicia Day was just on there and, and I've always laughed about, you know, Chris Hardwick and Felicia Day both. I come from the Felicia Day school of, of production where you just do everything because you don't trust anybody else to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um well and, and well that's why I've, I've been really enjoying blab here because uh it's been uh really easy even yeah. i can do it uh <laughs> so because i'm a very i'm a very lazy person with not a lot of time uh so you know with this i mean we record this you know it's simpler i think mm-hmm. to, for me it's simpler than than uh than hangouts sure uh and uh, so after after I hit stop, whenever that is, uh, you know, I get sent a uh, MP3 file. I get sent an MP4 file, uh, which I, I can. And also afterward, it, it didn't have. This was like a new. This is a new feature as of two weeks ago. Uh, there's a button that you can push here on Blab. It, it just posts it right to YouTube. Uh, really- because before I, I was taking the MP4 file and then uploading it, but now I mean they're they've uploaded. They could, they're doing that like themselves the platform does i'm like wow so so even i can do a podcast now so, yeah <laughs> um... <laughs> and, and the social media is so tightly integrated that's really handy uh that's you can do all your promotion interface yeah yeah so so what i'm hoping to do next week is is maybe to, to get some uh, to get some interviews and if people are brave enough to try to maybe even come on uh video sure. um uh, if not you know i'll just use the audio part uh, because i mean it's you know it, for people who who aren't like us right you know trying to trying to get them into a google hangout uh <laughs> it's kind of like well, pretty, pretty tough and and it's it's getting a little bit more and more difficult to 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 record a skype conversation like with all these software and stuff and it's just right. not not ideal and sco- you know skype breaks down and <laughs> yeah i mean this, this this breaks down sometimes but not as much as skype so uh, so <laughs> I, i'm really enjoying this platform and and i've been experimenting with some of my friends and uh you know some of them do kind of this just just kind of like back and forth and then you know uh, towards the end you know if there are other people who are watching which they're not tonight um you can bring them in uh cool. and and add them to the uh, to the conversation so yeah, i've uh, been listening to the audio from a couple of those things and the 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 nurses week audio that you put into your into your podcast stream i listened to that the other day and that was that was uh we won't even talk about that because that's a whole show unto itself. But I just uh, no. 
I am glad that you put that up. I really am because that that summed up a lot of what I was hearing just around me. And my dad, before he was a doctor, my dad was a nurse, and so uh, even even he was pretty. Uh, yeah, I, I'm surprised those guys aren't aren't mad at me because I, I kind of I kind of stole their. <laughs> Kind of stole their thing. Well, because they, they they weren't ready to go to go live yet with their own little podcast. So I'm like, I just did a little experiment and see, you know, I mean, how many people checked it out? And I mean, it was a good amount of people. So I mean, I, I enjoyed uh, listening to the audio later because I just didn't have time at the time that it was running. But but um, I I mean, I listened to my podcasts in the car a lot, and and uh, you had they had me. I just I was just if somebody was driving by me, they'd see me just nod as hard as they could. I was like, that's the way it's going. Yeah, so so if I, if I can just get some off my chest here, Jerry, it just is something that's just really, really getting me upset. Really, really getting me. Yeah, no, no, I don't want to scare the people like that. Uh, no, I, I'm I'm really uh, I'm really upset because you know us as family docs, um, I think we're we're getting really embarrassed on social media. We are just not doing what we should as far as advocacy wise. You probably heard, you probably seen or heard of that. I uh, hashtag I look like a surgeon. Yeah. You know, have you, those people are having our lunch out there. Uh, and last week, this this Nurses United, you know, they're like right. all over social media. I'm proud of them, you know, but us family family docs, like we're like we're like doing nothing. We're like doing nothing. We are just like broadcasting. You know, everybody has their own little niche of what they want to broadcast. You know, we are, we're not really kind of helping each other. You know, I'm really mad about that, Jerry. <laughs> so so unity is important i do agree with that i'm not going to disagree with that but but there's this hashtag I, I don't know if you've heard of it this fm revolution hashtag yeah but everybody <laughs> everybody does one-way broadcast no, i know, out I know you're right and i am i am the only one that's retweeting you're that. right you know? yeah, you're not the only you know one I mean? you're not the only one i mean i do you know it's like come on people this this is not how you do a community you just right. like you know you just like you know well, and, and, and next week i think it's gonna be really important next week where you know where we just kind of say hey we're family docs you know this is what we do where we we have you know the right solutions for health policy for clinical medicine all that kind of stuff right. and uh, i hope we really just kind of come together you know and and do it well and i think part of it too and this is going back to something you said earlier talking about being getting people you know in our groups to join the hangout we come from a group that is very much about face-to-face -face community <laughs> we're family physicians that's what we do we build communities yeah. literally around ourselves uh, you know hundreds of people that we see on a regular basis that are our community so so we have that community and we know how to do that on a face-to-face -face basis we aren't very good at it on a remote basis because we already do it face-to-face -face. and so right. a lot of those communities that you see springing up and i mentioned nerdist group and i mentioned felicia day who does geek and sundry and you got like the the uh, the frog pants people like uh, Scott Johnson, um, those groups of people, the way that they build those communities is because so many of those people in those communities can't get together and do things. Uh, we have lots of opportunities to do that and we do that well. And if we continue that outside, and I think that's kind of, you're talking about the, the, the public facing side of it, that's a little bit different, but what, on the, on the inside of it, this, this, um, and I'm pointing at my screen because I've got the tab open with the, the discussion group from the, from family, from, uh, NCCL on Facebook. Cause that discussion group is one of those, I mean, that's, that is a community that has started to spring up. And if we can expand that and if we can capitalize on it as an academy or as individuals, either one, it doesn't really matter. Uh, then we definitely can build that community and have an online presence that's going to be, you know, essentially unstoppable, partly because we already have that in-face community like you're talking about.
Well, and, and the other people who I'm very, very happy about, you know, the community within the community, right. you know, it, they're just our, our international family dog friends, right. you know, our Wonka friends, you know, they're just, they're everywhere. I mean, they're everywhere. They are, they are, <laughs> they are literally everywhere. I mean, they, they know how to digital, like, you know, network and that, all that stuff because they have to. And they've you done know, it. They have to. They've done an amazing job. And I see stuff in my feed from them, you know, whether it's Facebook or Twitter or wherever. I don't, you know, I don't um, necessarily dive into the conversation because I feel... <sighs> I feel like an outsider. Well, it's not you know? so much I feel like an outsider. I feel ill prepared. <laughs> I mean, I, I have a I have a I have a passion for international medicine too. For I mean, I, I I think, you know, being able to do family medicine wherever you go, whatever you do, it's a it's an awesome opportunity. It's one of the reasons why I chose family medicine. So so from that standpoint, you know, I, I really do think that they have all of their stuff together. But they also from a from a social justice standpoint and a uh, you know, personal experience standpoint, I feel like they're just light years ahead of where I am because I'm, you know, a white guy in the middle of the United States. Oh, sure, 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 sure. So, I mean, I'll probably write a blog post about this, you know, probably like Dear FM Revolution. <laughs> that needs to be your new, you know? that needs to be our new, that, you know what? That needs to be our, the name for this podcast because we never came up with a real name for it. We need to call it. That's right. Dear, you know, FM, Dear Revolution. FM Revolution, I know you people out there, you have the issues that you're passionate about, you know, <laughs> and I get it. I get it. And you guys really, you guys really tweet about all the stuff that you're really passionate about. And I have tried to help you out, but you know, <laughs> you know, we're, we're on the same team here. You know, I don't want the surges beating us you know what i'm saying yeah, you know what i'm then, saying dude <laughs> you have to be careful because the 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 massive retweets that are internal to the community you got to be careful because like one of the reasons i don't retweet things that you retweet because a lot of times is because you I know i know basically have the same group of people that i have so they don't need to see it seven oh, times so so from my standpoint that's what i was always frustrated by but i did come up with an idea said, we, we need a manifesto that's what we need <laughs> Everybody respects somebody with a manifesto. Oh man, another thing we're gonna work on. <laughs> <laughs> put, it, put it on the list, there, Jerry. Get another project. Uh, yeah, I'll, write another project. I'll write the manifesto. I'll edit the manifesto. I'll even get it printed for us so that we've got copies. No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm so mad that I'll probably, I'll probably write it next week sometime. <laughs> Throw right. them out there. That's right. No, but I, I think you know, I, right. I, 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 all, all the, all the pieces are there. All the pieces are there. It's just, it's just a synergy thing. We're all, we're right. all kind of working well. In, in part, up. you know, in part, I agree that 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 it's that is there is a synergy a, a piece to it. But there's there's actually, um, there, there's a lot that we have going for us in terms of, you know. The, the people that we're talking to a lot of times are the people that are already aware of what's going on. And that's the problem is that if they're already active in social media, they're not the people that we need to get this message to. Uh, And and that's, that's part of the problem is that, you know, you have all of these people that are disconnected. Uh, Those are the people that we really need to connect with and bring them into the conversation. And that's part of, you know, this whole thing with being convener for NCCL this coming year, that's been my sort of, sort of, I don't want to call it the the focus. My focus is just making sure that the conference is is. No, <laughs> no. I mean, this my conference. No, the, I mean, focus adequate. I would be awesome. It would be awesome if it was good, but adequate would be. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I mean, right after this Denver conference, this is when you just really sort of start, you know, launching right. things. You know, you know, get getting ready for next May. You know, when you are the guy NCCL, right. the NCCL guy, and trying to get things kind of, you know, trying to build some buzz there. 
Right. And that's, and that's part of what I'm doing. And, and that's actually, we we're talking about video editing and other things. And it's one of the things that I'm, 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 I'm going to ride George Lucas's. And, and in this case, I guess, uh, um, uh, who's the little guy. I can't think of his name. I just blanked on his name. Uh, hey. no. Yeah. You are, you are a little guy. You're right. <laughs> no, I'm talking about JJ. Hey. JJ. Oh, right, right, right. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to ride his coattails a little bit. We've got something since uh, since NCCL this year falls on May the fourth. Um, we've got a little Whoa! bit of a teaser. Oh yeah. No! Oh yeah. Wow. So we've got a little bit of a teaser that's going to be coming up. I've I've already put together a lot of the video, and now I'm going to dress it up because I figured out some things. The great thing about doing all of my own editing is that I figure all of these uh, all these wonderful, neat little tricks out. And uh, so I have hey, big, uh, big, uh, big shout out to our, our good friend, Mott Blair, uh, who's out there. Uh, thanks. Thanks for uh, showing up. Don't tell the board anything that you've heard on this right. podcast. <laughs> he, uh, he was probably playing this on his laptop really with it, facing them so they could see all of it. That's right. Hi, everybody. <laughs> We're going to get kicked out of the academy again. I know. So much for sharing it. Oh, uh, well. Uh, no, uh, you know, so, so the, the, the problem, like I said, with, with, or the blessing, I guess, with doing your own stuff is that when you first, the first time you do something, you don't know everything about it. And then you do it four or five times and you realize that the first thing that you did, you can always go back and make it better. So but luckily for me, I hadn't put this one out to the public yet. So it's, it's, um, it's cool that I can go back and dress stuff up by, you know, learning the things that I need to know. Uh, all right. Well, that, that, that was a little axe to grind there. So, yeah, you, know. Uh, you know, Hey, look, it's the two of us again by ourselves. Hey, <laughs> we can have a real show now. So <laughs> uh, nobody here to watch. Oh man. So, um, oh yeah. Let's, uh, let's talk about your writing, um, okay. stuff you're doing for the, uh, new physician blog. So I, I really want to get into this, uh, this new poster you're going to be having, uh, coming up. Um, so why don't you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I, um, give me just a second here. Oh, no, that's fine. So, yeah, I'm so, uh, Jerry, Ra- just up my Jerry writes so for the, about. uh, AFP, the uh, new physician blog, afp.org. And, uh, it's a, it's a whole series from new physicians where they, uh, where they write stuff. And, uh, Jerry's been doing a lot of writing there. So, uh, what, what do you have on your notes there, Jerry? So I approached, uh, David, who is our sort of uh, academy liaison, he's the guy that does a lot of the editing and, and uh, helps us with our story ideas and, and puts together, makes makes us look good more than anything, which he's very good at making us look good, at least I think. Um, uh, and so he, um, excuse me, I approached him about an idea I had for an article about comparing physicians to meteorologists. And I know some people are going to feel a little bit... Um, insulted by that both meteorologists and family physicians uh so so to clarify um you know when you talk about comparisons that that are fairly accurate uh this is one that that it took me a while to get to but is is actually probably mathematically closer than anything else that you're going to find to a physician uh it would be a meteorologist because you're dealing with complex systems whether it's a complex biological system or a complex climate system there's a lot of different factors that that play a role in what we are talking about. We are not saying that it's going to rain tomorrow and neither is the meteorologist. The meteorologist always tells you there is a 60% chance that it will rain tomorrow or a 40% chance that it will rain tomorrow or, you know, you know, whatever. 
and in medicine, that's that's kind of the differential diagnosis. It takes that same role. We give you a percentage chance of what is going to happen. We take the things that are the most likely to happen or the most likely to be the problem. And that's the stuff that we focus on. And we work our way down that list if, if we get a negative answer across the, the board for each one of those items. And the meteorologists kind of do the same thing. They look at, okay, if if what are the chances that this set of, of criteria right now are going to lead to an outcome tomorrow? And that's, that's medicine in a nutshell. I mean, look at predicting heart attack and stroke and cardiovascular disease. Uh, you know, a Framingham risk score essentially is predicting the future. And we, we, we are giving you a probability. We are not giving you an exact number. We're not saying your diagnosis is exactly this thing. Um, this isn't molecular genetics yet. Eventually it will be. Precision medicine will make us closer to that than we are now. But currently we are essentially in the same boat as meteorologists. Uh, which is really interesting because for for the last few and actually today all live on the internet, um, you know our friends uh, up at Stanford Medicine X, which I was at last year, was awesome. Uh, but they're live streaming all their stuff. They they had a whole kind of session on precision medicine, uh, right. and you know one of the one of the themes of of that whole conference is is patients getting their own data, so patients getting their own data and kind of being their own meteorologist and saying, you know, they can make their own predictions and, and, and some of the questions that they've been having, which is really good questions. What tools do they need to help try to interpret some of this other than, you know, the medical community and like, you know, how can they do this themselves, which are very good questions. Right. They're excellent questions. And the, the answer, unfortunately, is, you know, we're better at it than they are because of our training, but we're still not that great at it. But if you look at things like and, and they brought this up today, but I, you know, I've been doing a lot more reading about it here these last few weeks. And we've talked about it for the last three years, things like Watson, uh, where you've got a computer that can take context, put, you know, take facts and put them together with context to give you information. And they, and, and Watson's actually a better diagnostician than a large percentage of physicians. Uh, if you look at his track record. And so, you know, it's, it's all about, you know, just like any other system, garbage in, garbage out. If you've got good data flowing inward, you're going to get information back out that is very good. And so the same thing goes for systems for, for people monitoring their own healthcare. If they are monitoring their own healthcare and getting good data back, whether that's from their Apple Watch or from their Fitbit or from their scale or from their physician's office, if they're getting their information from the physician's office, from their chart, their blood pressures and their heart rates and all those other things, you know, they, they have to have good data, good quality data, good uh, discrete data. It's, it shouldn't just be just big jumbles of things that can't be, you know, parsed out. And it has to be a way to plug that into a system that can give you a, an accurate prediction. Because honestly, doing this by hand, nobody's good at it. I mean, there are people in broad sweeping terms, there are people that are better at it than others but nobody is really good good at it and you know the the top level diagnosticians in medicine even are you know not more than a decade away from being replaced honestly uh i mean the, the computer systems are never going to replace us as physicians but as diagnosticians they may actually replace us sooner than we think or at least they're and it's not that they're going to replace us that's a bad way of putting it they're going to be an adjunct to what we do they are going to be the thing that we can go to even as physicians and say, all right, well, we've narrowed it down to these five or six things and make it so that the computer can actually have or the Watson or whatever you want to call it can actually have a better chance of getting to the answer than if you gave it 50 things. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, because you have this kind of the same kind of set of data 
and you know we have how we can interpret it but then you know patients would have this data as well and then they could use you know computers they can use other type of things to kind of run some of the same algorithms and say oh you know this is what i get and then this is what you got because you have a little bit of more experience on your end you know how can we kind of work together you know for treatment plans for for management and all that kind of stuff yeah and it's also about making it real too i mean if they see those statistics and they see those numbers they know that those numbers are real that we're not just pulling them out of our ears that they're really coming from somewhere based on fact uh or at least based on you know prior knowledge so well, interesting so so what, what when is that uh when does that piece come out is it coming out uh, soon do you know or did they uh, tell you or? uh well david i talked about it um he's he's probably he's thinking somewhere there's all this stuff with fmx and 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 the cod so there's going to be some some articles coming out of that but sometime in the next couple of weeks it'll be on the afp leaders blog uh blogs.aafp.org um and it's the um Oh shoot! It's not leader voices. That's the the big people. We're the kids. Um, we are fresh perspectives. That's what we're called. Fresh perspectives on the AFP uh, blog site. Hmm. So how'd you come up with the topic then? I mean, it's just. I mean, I, I guess you you're pretty interested in precision medicine. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm very interested in precision medicine, and one of the things that they've brought to me at the at the place where I work right now, the corporate um, sort of direct primary care on-site corporate care, hub, whatever you want to call it. I don't think it really has a name yet. Um, they are looking at potentially doing some genetic screenings, uh, and you know what is what is the outcome of that? What is the you know what they're looking at the feasibility of doing it, and why you would do it, and what you would get out of doing it? And so uh, they were very interested in figuring that out, and so we kind of played around with whether or not you know from a precision medicine perspective, is that something that is going to be beneficial yet? And so when I was looking at that, I started looking at how good are these computer algorithms at figuring out, you know, predicting outcomes. The answer is we haven't had enough time with them to really have a good answer. You know, you, it takes 40 years to figure out if somebody's going to die because of these things, you know. Um, all right. Well, um, I don't think uh, there's anything else. Uh, I have all the stuff I want to talk about, but I think uh, <laughs> I, I, I think we I think we covered a, a lot of it already. So, um, um, so I'm I'm thinking, you know, next week, um, depending on what our schedules are, mm -hmm. um, maybe we could do some kind of spontaneous blab one night, and and okay. uh, I I could do a, a a blab from Denver as far as what is going on with. Mm -hmm. uh, either of the meetings there and uh so so that maybe uh that that ought to be fun too so mm -hmm. um because you can't be there jerry sorry sorry you can't be in denver yeah. uh, with us so, I, I would uh, love to be there but i'm on, i'm going to be there digitally so i will at least be there in spirit if not in flesh <laughs> well cool um so jerry before i close things up there uh what where can where can people find you on the internet there uh, so at Dr. Tolbert on Twitter or at uh, Dr. Geek Dad, both of those are mine. And uh, the um, uh, other, um, I guess, good location is is geekdad.com. Uh, if you go there and check out the uh, check out the website, I'm an occasional contributor there. There are lots of other guys that do a lot of writing there, and and it's a great great group of guys and and great place to look. So, and then the Leader Voices blog, AAFP uh, blogs.aafp.org. Then we're fresh perspectives, not the leader voices. <laughs> I keep, keep saying that with this fresh perspectives blog, uh, which is us new guys. 
And um, that's the new physician, new guys and gals. It's a new physician's blog that covers uh, a lot of broad topics that are pertinent to new physicians and people that are still relatively early in their practices. Well, cool. And uh, you can find me on Twitter. You can see up there, Dr. Mike Savilla, and also drmixvilla.com. And uh, just uh, follow us uh, at our big uh, family medicine meeting next week. So uh, hashtag AFPFMX, uh, mm-hmm. hashtag AFPCOD. Uh, and uh, of course, Family Medicine Revolution, FM Revolution. So, mm-hmm. uh, so I will stop the recording and uh, then we will go into some uh, post-show stuff here. So say goodnight, Jerry. Goodnight, Jerry.